Welcome, everybody, to episode 104. This is part one of 104 of The Shot Pod. My name's Mark. My name's Alex. And once again, this is The, the Shot, Shot Pod. With the zero. www.theshotpod.com Don't forget the zero in shot. All right. Okay, so the first fucking half hour of this fucking episode is not being censored oh, because we're not fucking bitch mouth. We're not fucking, fucking putting it up on YouTube. Oh yeah, sorry <laughs> about that, guys. So, anyways, we normally keep it clean in the first little bit because we're gonna post it, but we're gonna take a break on this episode just because I have a backlog. I have a backlog of things, and I'm gonna have a new laptop in the next month. So I'll be using the new laptop to start video editing and getting the YouTube channel rolling. I I'm gonna predict that in the month of March you will see a lot of episodes of the shop pod popping up on YouTube and I'm showing up in your Facebook feed and showing up in Instagram feed and your reels because I'll be posting clips and videos and I'm going to be giving it a big push, but it'll be March when that happens uh, as we are there just in February. So anyways, episode one Oh four. It's uh, a <coughs> been a few weeks. Me and Mark have been sick. We didn't get the vid. Everyone's like, you go, did you get COVID tested? Did you get a test? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I felt like shit. So I left my house unsafely and got a test from a place full of other sick people. I then, a test that you could put under cold water and would say positive, by the way. So it's useless. I then took that test and put it in my mouth. The same test that under cold water would say positive. And oh my God, it said positive. So yes, I have COVID. Like, who are these idiots? Are you guys still out there? Apparently you're still out there because you all asked me if I went and did this. And I, and I told you all you're idiots. When you I forgot the whole... Coughed into my hand, got on a bus, grabbed the bus post, right, and then and then pushed the bus stop button, right, for my stop. Or with me, it's just I got an Uber. Don't I coughed all over the Uber? Whoever got an Uber after <laughs> me definitely has what I have. You know what I mean? Like that's it, much more safe, right? Oh my God, he's got AIDS. <laughs> yeah, they've got dysentery and they've got my 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 flu. These people dysentery. that got they got on it died of me. dysentery. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? The Oregon fucking trail? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Only two times you'll ever see hear the the words dysentery have ever been used were in on Oregon Trail and that Blink One Eighty Two song. Those are the only two <laughs> yeah. times that word has ever been used. <laughs> so this episode, just so y'all know, here's what you have to look forward to in episode 104. We are going to give our in-depth reviews and talk about the Rebel Moon and what's coming with the second one and how we feel about it. Um, I have a topic that I'd like to rip on with Mark about related to musicians and drugs. I just came across a really interesting article the other day and I read it and I just wanted to discuss it with Mark and maybe have a bit of a back and forth on that. So that's going to come up. We're going to talk about musicians and drugs and the relationship between it because I, I have a cool theory and I think you guys will find this interesting about what happens when, when they get off drugs. And I've got a bunch of artists that I can kind of back this theory up with and it's kind of neat. Did you see Tom McDonald released a video? I was going to say, so we also have to talk about Tom and Ben well, Shapiro. I'm not even talking about that. Tom McDonald went on social media and shared a TikTok clip of somebody who'd said that they thought Kurt Cobain was trans. Yeah. And uh, and funny. so Tom corrected the record that this person thought. It was like, no, it was making a statement. It was breaking the social norms, going up against yeah. the establishment. It's like, now the establishment is walking around pretending you don't have balls when you do. It's like, <laughs> so Kurt would probably walk around in like a lumberjack outfit now, like a real Seattle lumberjack outfit. It's it just looks straight, straight hipster. 
Yeah, he would just he would look like he did in '88 before he was big. Like, if you ever see pictures of Kurt with his like just a ripped up flannel and a pair of yeah. what was way too tight of jeans with the, with with just like my jeans today, where like it's up riding up, the jean is riding up the pant because it's too small for him. That was him in '89. That's what he would look like. He would yeah. have never deviated from that because that's still anti-establishment yeah. to this day. And he definitely wouldn't have had a fucking beard. He would have gone clean shaven because all y'all bitches that can't change a car tire have a beard now. <laughs> right? I love that. I see a guy with a big beard and you're like, what do you do? He's like, I'm an accountant. You're like, are you fucking with me? Anyways. Zillennials, they're my favorite. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I'll, but we got to talk about Tom and Ben. Yeah. Like, that's funny. That was really cool. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about... Um, oh, what else we said we were going to move on to and talk about a little bit this week? Um, well, Rebel Moon, we're actually going to address yeah, this. We're going to get into that. Um, I guess we, I gotta, I, we could talk a little bit about... like. Is th- is there anything interesting happening in the world, like with World War Three, like just a little bit? Like, there's just a few little things going on with that. So we've got, I'm sure you have notes. I got, I got notes for days. We got crap loads of notes yeah. to get on about all this stuff that's going on. The Liberal Party, Pierre Polyev got backed by Seth Rogen live on his podcast. He couldn't even say his name. He's like, how do you say his name? Pierre Polyola. Oh, you mean Joe you? Rogan. Joe Rogan. Sorry, Joe Rogan. I thought that was so. That's a huge endorsement. Joe Rogan yeah. has six million listeners every podcast. That's yeah. massive. That's massive. That's like half of what the Shop Pod has. No, yeah. I'm kidding. My point is that, like, so that was a big deal. So we got to talk about some Canadian politics, what's going on. GQ magazine did a full page spread and article on Trudeau, on Justin. You seen that? You seen this? No. Oh, we got to talk about it, bro. It's What's like, it about his socks, though? It's about propaganda. It's the it's oh. the best propaganda you'll ever read. Like, there's a huge section of the article where you know they take uh, like one quote from the guy and they'll put it on the page. Like, what it says, I think in Canada people are just angry at the world right now. Not me. <laughs> it's, this is like <laughs> a literal quote, man. Like, I'm not fucking around. So that'll be. We'll yeah, but how can that out. be with the whole you know trying to block out the news from the world? That dude, he's a communist. Everybody, like you should have heard. You got to listen to Joe Rogan's. He goes on about how he's a totalitarian, totalitarian tyrant. He calls him like it's fuck. And then he says that Pierre guy makes sense, and that and that and then he just moves on. Like it's just literally just a. Uh, not, it's not even a conversation. It's it's like a an afterthought to a topic. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, so that's coming up too, and also we're going to continue our episode. So this is episode one hundred and four. So we're going to talk about the year 2004, which is actually kind of a cool year. There's a lot that goes on. That's a bit, this is when things, you know, they're not... Remember how I always say that the decades bleed? Like, the 80s didn't stop until, like, 91. 91 is when the 80s really stopped. 90 yeah. and 91 were still very 80s. This When did the 80s stop? It was the 70s until, like, 82. It really was. Like, 80, 81, 82 were all very still 70s. And then by 83, you had the fashion, the music. It was all established, and the, the yeah. change. It takes until about 03 or 04 or 92 or 93 or 82 or 83 or 72 or 73 for the previous decade to fade it out. So at this point, we are full-fledged Y2K. We are full-fledged p- post-millennium. And the beginning, we have 9-11 is over, and it's been a few years. You know what I mean? Like, things are getting... Not back to Homelandish. Normal. Yeah, things are, <laughs> things are getting almost as fucked up as they are now. Like it's the, literally the beginning of the end. You know what I mean? So we'll talk about 2004 politically, TV, uh, movies, video games, all the fun stuff that yep. we talk about. The PS2 is the king. It's the best-selling console. All that stuff. What we were doing in our own lives at this. I met my what ended up being my future cunt wife <laughs> in 2004. So it was a great year for me. <laughs> so you're a fall in love. Yay. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Is there a wah wah? Where's the wah? No, we don't have a wah wah well, anymore. I'll do it my fucking <laughs> yeah. self. Uh, oh no, where's the head cutting? Is this the head? That's the yeah, sound I'd like. To, that's my yeah. the sound of my ex-wife yeah. right there. 
So, uh, so we're going to get into some notes right away. Uh, just because, because I want to try to keep these around two hours. So, I mean, like one hour. Let's zip through. Yeah, one hour part we one, spent, one hour part We two. spent about eight minutes, so we'll call that the first 10, yeah. talking about what you can be prepared to hear. And now we'll spend the next 10, 20, say, talking about these current events. So, yeah, so did go. you see a uh, couple weeks ago, there were secret tunnels that were uh, underneath the Brooklyn Chabad have been discovered. And inside the tunnels were a bunch of Jewish people. And they were pulling out like mattresses. These were dirty, stained mattresses. You just have to wonder like, how many Where's other this? Sorry. In Brooklyn, under a synagogue, there were a bunch of tunnels that uh, are like a cluster. So Jewish people are hiding? Yes. Yeah, well, they're scared. Yeah. They're scared because the whole world's like, oh, Hamas, you can't do that. And they're like, uh, they were performing genocide two weeks ago. Y'all, y'all didn't mind that. And now everyone's all come to Hamas's side. Like on when it actually happened, there was like kind of a 50-50 divide. But now I feel like Hamas and Palestine and Gaza Strip have pulled all the sympathy towards them. And they can all suck my dick and burn. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about any of the children or families that are burning up in this because they're literally being held at gunpoint to stay. Hey, they won't kill families, so stay here. And it's just, you're sorry, collateral damage. Bye. Get out of the way. <laughs> it is. So it's our few for the many. Get rid of it. I would rather have a few Palestinians, families, women and children die so that Jews the world over aren't being killed. And it's just because they're hiding in underground. Because they're being massacred all over the world in these little corners that people don't know about. They're scared shitless. They're hiding in fucking sewers. But we should have sympathy for the Hamas kids and women in the hospital, right? Fuck you. That, I don't give a shit at that point. Like We're talking about billions of people. We're talking about killing a few hundred to save billions. That's where I'm at. That's literally the numbers. Yeah. We're talking about billions, a few hundred to save billions. Because let's be real, Jews the world over are scared right now. They're all fucking hiding because anti-Semitism has now become mainstream. It's just yeah. okay now. It fucking is. That's not okay. I went on. And government backed. I, Biden backed. Trudeau backed. Oh, we better stand back and listen to both sides. Both sides of what? They showed up at a electronic dance music festival with parachutes and slaughtered people from Australia, New Zealand, France. Canada, Germany, and Thailand. Those are all the countries of people that the Hamas murdered, regular fucking women. And then there's, you've seen the videos, whole grabbing women, taking them. They still have hostages. They, imagine being stolen from your home and now you've been a month over there. If you haven't been killed, you've been passed around by the whole fucking army. And we're supposed to have sympathy for these people? How many Israeli soldiers went to the Gaza Strip and stole women, brought them back to Israel, and gang raped them? I'd love to know that number. Well, the because that number's high. On the other side of it, you do have Palestinian soldiers stealing women, bringing them to the Gaza Strip, gang raping them, and killing them. That is happening. We have, can't deny that. I, is it happening on the other side? Have you watched the show Homeland with Claire Danes? No, I don't it's, watch that. I don't watch that type of stupid. It's shit. such a good show. But in it, it uh, one of the one of the main takeaways, like right in the beginning, uh, that it shows is. Um, you know, one of the third world countries being attacked. And then essentially it shows uh, when this person was attacked uh, or this family was attacked, you know, they, they were really young and then they grow up and then they become the next generation of, of terrorists, terrorists, essentially. Yeah. Yes. But it starts at the attack. However, in their heads, they're freedom fighters, though. In their yeah. heads, they're fighting for the freedom that oppressed them and killed their family in the first place. Yes. So there's somebody that started it. And even when it comes to the, the, the Hamas Jew 
uh, war. They like to be Israelis is kind of the preferred term, I guess I'm hearing now, because I call them Jews and people are like, you should call them Israelis. I'm like, I think Israelites is a no-no. Jews is a no-no, but is Israelis is okay? I don't fuck okay. it. Get, it's getting a bit much out there. <laughs> Liberal media has ruined the world. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what to call anything anymore. Right? Uh, but uh, but Shut up, they, them. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, um, somebody started it, and these are not isolated incidents, and everybody ends up suffering. So where you're saying, like, sacrificing the few for the many, I mean, that's... I, I mean, it's still sacrificing. Still sucks, lives. but I don't. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. If you are a woman or a child on the Gaza Strip, and you're worried about being caught in this crossfire, um, you shouldn't be in the Gaza. Strip. Like, it's, don't be there. Don't fucking be there. Like, either come up with an escape plan or tr- get out. Like, that's or, what refugees are. Or come into the states through the southern border, which I have a big blurb on about. Yeah, like th- to be honest, there is a huge amount. Like you come to Canada, if you're a Palestinian and you feel like you're fucking scared for your life, Canada's like hey, w- waving at you. Hey, 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 over here. Hey, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Canada. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Uh, my people are starving, but you, I'll feed you. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Canada. You're so fucking nice. I'll give you the shirt off my back. Well, what are you going to do? Aren't you going to be cold? Oh, yeah, I'll freeze to death for sure. Hypothermia is already setting in, but don't worry about me. So I've got a rather unique story here. A woman in the UK purchased and moved into a house, and during renovations, she found a mysterious door behind a wall. And behind the door was another door, and there was a crawl space. In the crawl space, tucked away. If they end up in Narnia at the end of this story, motherfucker, I'm telling you, I want to go. In the crawl space, tucked away in the background, was a metal case. Hesitant, they debated on calling the police. No smells or anything were coming from it. They opened it up to find another case. Plutonium doesn't have a smell. No. They opened it up to find another case, which they opened that up to find a doll secured inside via the straps of the suitcase. Now, whether this is a troll for somebody or just straight up like... That's it. Holy fuck. That's a, that's got to be a troll situation. <laughs> can you imagine being... No, but I can picture me, and maybe even a guy like you, like back in our youth, like in our teenage years, but like when I was a teenager, it would be like me and my buddy Patrick or, or something like that, and we'd be like smoking weed one day, sitting around, you know, and we'd be like, you know who would be sick? What? Get that? Get one of your sister's dolls, and like let's hide it in the walls, and like put it in a suitcase, and like yeah, exactly. strap it down so it's like trying to get out. Yeah. And he'd be like... They, this happened like 80 or like 50, 1955, right? And they just found it now. These guys, you know what I mean? But somebody was smoking good ganja. And, and, they're, and they're like, let's hide this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's hide this shit. That's got to be it. Yeah. If there's ex- any other explanation, then we're getting into some poltergeist. Yeah. So Alberta has been dealing with uh, minus 45 degrees Celsius weather, and people have been using their heaters, cranking their furnaces, etc. Tucker they're, Carlson was in Alberta recently, too. They're really straining their electrical grid to where Danielle Smith had to put a warning to ease up. Now, the Liberal government wouldn't care if there were power outages in Alberta because he doesn't care for Alberta because the majority are voting for... Well, he already said flat out, if if provinces want more help from the government, then they should have Liberal governments. He said that right like that, just like that. But not everyone, as Edmonton tends to be more left-leaning. But since the majority vote against Liberals, the, the Liberal government has literally said, you want help from us, vote Liberal. How corrupt is that? You're still the leader of this country, and if your countrymen are struggling, you fucking do something. Left or right, doesn't matter. If freezing to death is a legitimate threat, you do something. But they won't. You know why? Proving that the grid isn't powerful enough for a nation of electric cars goes against the narrative. Well, guess what? Even in minus 45 weather, you still have to plug in your engine block if you're able. 
every time it's cold outside, if I'm driving my car and it's and it's all warmed up, I actually appreciate my car a little more. It's like I'm in my own little warm box right? in, in the super duper cold. I love warm boxes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. But is it moist in the car? Too? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad anyways yeah, yeah no uh, well, let's talk about this like have you seen all the videos of the t- all the tesla cars and the charging stations at yeah. west like yeah. it's 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 like i just send them to my friends with electric cars i just send them to like like my idiot liberal leftist friends that are like why are you so opposed to electric because like they are out there and i'm like this is why because it is not it's not i hate change it's not I'm right wing. I want to burn gas and shoot guns. Woohoo! I'm George Bush. It's none of that, you fucking idiots. It's not practical. Yeah. It's not practical. Why don't we want to go electric, Mark? It's not practical. So there were actually uh, TikTok videos coming um, that were all over the internet and during this minus 45 weather uh, bit there. And it was talking about there's one person talking about how it takes twice as long to charge a car for significantly less of a charge just to drive in this well the bottom line is is that if you get this is if you manage to find a station so here's the thing most of the stations are full because of everyone's car being drained extremely fast so right off the bat you've got a problem with finding the station and if your car dies for any reason while you're waiting in line or parked somewhere now you can't get your car over to the charger like it's a fu- right away you've got a problem, right? You've got 10% charge left and it's draining quickly. You're waiting in the lineup. There's a guy who's got a half an hour left on his charge and your car says you've got 25 minutes left before it shuts off and won't move. Yeah. Does that sound like a situation you'd like to be in? No. no. But let's say you get fucking lucky and that guy finishes 10 minutes early. He says, "You know what? I got 90%. I'll unplug so that you can move your car because it might be a dud." Right? You find a nice person, a good Samaritan, and he comes over and you go, "Oh, oh cool. Thank you so much." sir oh boy and you press your little start button and your car goes bing which is the only way you know it's on because they don't fucking make noise and then you back it out and you pull it into the thing and you start charging it and you're like okay i charged this thing what is it it's minus 40 i charged this thing in august and it took um an hour to take a full charge right yeah i'm gonna sit in the car because it's minus 40 and run the heater so that i stay warm so it's minus 40, so it's already charging against... Uh, an, uh, the battery isn't warm. Your battery isn't uh, sitting in the cabin of the car with a heater on it. The battery has a little heater in the bottom of it so the cells don't freeze, but the battery, the metal on the outside, the coils of copper wire that spin inside to induct the electricity that create the, the ma- magnetic force, none of those things are warm. They're all freezing cold ready to snap because they're metal. And these things get a, are, 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 they're not warming up. They're ch- it's charging in the minus 45. So right away, an hour-long charge is now an hour and a half. Yeah. Now, But you're in it running the heater. Now it's two hours. Yeah. So you're going to sit there for two hours. Now let's say that another guy rolls up, and he's got the same problem you had. He's at 10%. His car says that it can keep him warm for 20 minutes before the car is now a dud, and he will have to call a tow truck. So do you charge your car for 20 minutes and get... 15, 20%, 30% charge and let him take your charger because otherwise he's going to need a tow and he's fucked like you almost just were. Or do you say fuck you and you sit there for the two hours and run your heater and let your car warm up and call your boss and say I'll be there at noon to start. (laughs) That's literally the day these people had, Mark. And people are like, now, who can afford a Tesla? Can people that make... Can mechanics make $20, $25 an hour for a Tesla? Not really. That's not really in the budget. Like monthly, if you think about it, if you have a kid and a wife, you're not going to get a Tesla. Yeah. People that are buying Teslas are people 
with probably managerial jobs, right? People in the middle, upper, let's say upper middle class to, to upper class. Can those people be late for work? Can those people be two hours behind? Can those people take days off? People that have positions of that type of power? Not usually. Usually if you're the manager and you're saying I got to show up at noon because my Tesla can't charge, they're going to be like, well, you, we kind of need you. You run shit here. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, well, you did this last week and this happened the week before. Like, How many weeks can we go without a manager? Like, You're late all the time. How long are rich people going to buy a car that doesn't get them to their important job that keeps them rich before they stop driving? Like, eventually, I'm hoping that li- dumb liberal leftist retard fucking morons will just go, well, this isn't practical because I'm going to lose the job that keeps me rich and feeds my family. Like, there's a point where it will become, like, a basic decision. Like, yeah. if I keep this car, I will not keep my job. Like, that's going to get, we're going to get there. And maybe then we'll see change. Because this is the first winter I think a lot of companies are like, so you've been late every day. Is your Tesla worth it? Yeah. It's like the buses in Oshawa. Everybody that takes the bus to get to work doesn't get to work on time now because all those buses burnt in the shelter and they bought a total of three in the last yeah. few months to replace them. Three out of 18 burned buses. So we're still 15 short. How do you think getting on a bus in, the, in Durham is right now? How do you think it's, do you think it's comfortable like, like on a, time or like efficient? Like a subway in China. <laughs> or, or like, yeah, a New York subway after 9-11. Yeah. It's about as easy to take a subway as it did as it was on September 12th. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, fuck me, man. Like, it's hard. Well, I, I have a coworker who, uh, who got the, uh, the Chevy Volt. And it's funny because of that. It's got that, an engine, though. Receipt. I got to say, yeah, it's, it's high- got a motor, at least. Yeah. If you get a fully electric, you are the epitome of stupid. If you get a hybrid, yes, it's a dud if the battery fucks up. But if you can just get that battery to turn on, yeah. even if it won't hold a goddamn charge, if it just turns on, the car will move. Yeah. So I'll give people with a Volt more credit than any motherfucker with a with, with a full-on electric Leaf or Tesla. Yeah. So uh, so my coworker's got this Volt, and he was trying to rely on the the electric charge to get out to Guelph, where his girlfriend's going to school. And uh, and he tells me that Guelph girls, man, they do dirty shit up there. And he's telling me now, that anybody that went to the d- 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 went to the Guelph University, I'm telling you, I've heard shit about that yeah. school. So so he tells me that he drives up there without the heat in like minus twenty weather. That's not, I've heard this story from my buddy that has the Leaf, the musician guy. Yeah, he was talking to me about how he drives around, and I'm like. Are you all? Is it always? And he's like, "Oh, I just don't run the heater because it's just so much more efficient on the like that. You can watch the charge go down with the yeah. heat. Can you watch your gas gauge drop when you have the heat on? <laughs> you can. The only time you can watch the gas gauge move is if you put your foot on the floor with a diesel. Then you can see the gauge move. Other than that, it's pretty, pretty, pretty steady. That's funny to me. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, you're hearing this a lot, right? Yeah. I'd there and it's like, the, the, you know what the funny part is though? These same people won't go out without a mask. You're in your car, literally allowing bacteria to multiply in a perfect, perfect temperature for them. For the for the cold bacteria and sinus and flu and COVID, especially COVID, if you believe it. Well, I mean to multiply in your system because it's literally seven Celsius in your car. The bare minimum that your fingers aren't freezing, but you're like, I'm gonna get to work and my car won't lose charge. They'd rather do that and risk getting sick. Then drive something with gas in it. <laughs> like it's just the logic is becoming so illogical with EV. So uh, for a while, uh, I'd probably say this was a couple of years ago. For a while, per my weird dark interests, the things that I was watching online, um, 
Other Don't than take that the wrong way. He's not into like dark web shit where people like cut up goats and then bang. Well, bang it's in the, funny in the that you bring up the dark web because I'm going there. Oh, uh, here we other go. Other than the most terrifying ghost videos that I can find before I go to clean a funeral home or the creepiest TikToks, I've watched some other stuff and stuff that raised genuine concern from Tamara. So. Uh, not so much the Dybbuk boxes, which were, uh, you know, trapping a demon inside a box and, and all that stuff, which are concerning. But when you get into the dark web shit is where you cross the lines between someone with a moral compass then uh, or, or without. So uh, I used to watch people ordering mystery boxes from the dark web. This is fucking now, not cool. S- I've checked out. In my head, I've checked out. You you talk to the so, li- listeners because I'm n- out of here. Now, some ah! of, some of these are, are no doubt fake, but some of them, man, some of them are straight up murder weapons with pieces of clothing or hair of the victims. I think like you tea. should play the Halloween music that we played <laughs> yeah. during Halloween time in the background while you yeah. tell talk about this. Yeah, sometimes you'll even get like a memory card with surveillance videos of individuals. Not even necessarily surveillance videos, but like videos from tapping into someone's webcam. Not cool. So I hope whoever taps into mine sees me laid back beating my fucking meat, like right in the middle of being like, oh, yeah. ah, ah, fuck, Amy Adams choke on my dick. Ah, ah. And it's all over. It's just like, it's one of those ones where you're like, holy fuck, that's a lot. I'm going to need a, ta- I'm going to need a couple towels here. I hope, I hope that when they're like, ah, I'm going to get Alex's webcam, click. I hope that's my laptop is sitting directly in front of my testicles while that's happening. They're like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have done it. Or well, maybe they're I into mean, the, maybe they're I, into I, that. I was going to say, if they're doing that, they're probably like, oh, yeah. Look at those balls. Look, look at this handsome yeah. girl. Beat, beat, <laughs> beat, beat your meat there, Taylor Hanson. Oh, my God, it's a guy. Yeah. So, of, of course, me getting into this, uh, watching all these, Tamara tells me to cut it out. We don't need somebody from the dark web hunting us down because I saw something I'm not supposed to. That's why I use a VPN like she but, tells you yeah. to. But if there's nothing linking anyone to a crime, it's just someone getting rid of evidence. Occasionally, uh, as I was saying, you, you see some teeth or, or like bloody material or whatever in a baggie. It's just fucked up shit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that dude doing this, <laughs> it's like it's like having a Ouija board in your house, and if something and if par- weird paranormal things start happening, it's like, so did you get rid of the Ouija board? They're like, well, no. It's just like, well, I, I eight, one plus one is two, kids. <laughs> yeah. So Guy Ritchie was set to create the live action Disney remake of Hercules. Suddenly, he departed. What? Okay, I gotta say, of all the uh, filmmakers on planet Earth, why the fuck would you get Guy Ritchie to do a Disney movie like that? Get Martin, get, may as well get Scorsese to do one while you're <laughs> yeah. at it. Like, what the fuck? Now, could this be because Michael B. Jordan? Well, how stupid is Disney? This is mind-blowing. How bad are they? Now, could this be because Michael B. Jordan has allegedly been cast as Hercules? A black Hercules? Why is... It, bro, I'm going to start saying mean so, words. So we Why all know... The fuck? We already know black Superman's on the way. We've already got confirmation So we all know Disney's DEI the diversity, equity, and inclusion, has been its own downfall as of late with no backing down, while the stars and creators blame everyone else for the problem. However, I haven't seen Disney confirm this news, but it wouldn't surprise me given their filmography as of late. Let me just say this before this... I've asked John Favreau's amazing job on The Lion King that literally won Academy Awards yeah. and blew people's minds and put him on the map as one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. Sorry, John, you're too white and fat and male <laughs> to make a fucking movie. Let's make it gay! Let's make it f- female! And let's make it lame! Yeah. <laughs> 
So let me just say this before this big inclusion narrative, the titles they were making were already inclusive. Go IMDb their 90s movies. You'll see the cast ranges of all kinds of different people. So why did they go on this anti-white tangent and just start casting everyone who's a white ginger as black? It's yeah. I, I'll be honest. If I was, I think the ginger community should rise up and be like, "There's nothing wrong with us existing. We are not the devil." <laughs> like I, I feel like you know Bryce Dallas Howard and fucking Amy Adams and uh, come on, what's that other brother? Jessica Chastain all need to get together and re- start a movement with Ed Sheeran and and of of all the gingers because pretty, they're gonna do a biopic with Ed Sheeran and they're gonna get Michael B. Jordan to play him too. Yeah. <laughs> so so we'll just go over uh, we'll just go a over a biopic of Ed Sheeran with Michael B Jordan playing Ed Sheeran. Yeah. So we'll just go over this. So Mary Jane uh oh, cast yeah. by Yeah. Annie the Orphan. She's black. Yeah. Jimmy Olsen. Oh, right. I forgot they made Jimmy black. Uh Starfire. Right. Uh, then, of course, we have Ariel. Ariel was the dumbest one, and that went really really well. So I I don't even know who Triss is, so I'm not going to get into that. But Electro Oh, I know who that is. Okay. Then we got Electro. Yep. And then we got Hawk Girl. Right. And then we got Heimdall. Right. That's all different now. It's, all. <laughs> it's like, it's a bit much. It's, it's going to be funny because the new Avengers movie is just going to be a bunch of chicks. And they'll and no one will care except that Robert Downey Jr. will probably make a three-minute cameo and that'll sell the movie. Yeah. Like, I don't I mean, there's, know, still, there's still more. I mean, you can go into Iris West from The Flash. Yep. That's uh, then uh, you got uh, the the boy Flash from the Flash. I don't even remember his name. Don't. But uh, oh man, the the list it just goes on. <laughs> so, did you see the thing I posted where it was like <laughs> it was like Disney putting two hundred to three hundred million into its next movie that's just gonna completely fucking bomb? Yeah. And then yeah. it says it's not about the money; it's about the message. <laughs> no, seriously, think about this. I had a thought about this. This is a legitimate thought, and I want you to... So, if you're a company, and you're worth billions, and you're losing billions, in any circumstance on planet Earth, your company is panicking, and your company is doing everything they can to remedy it, right? Yeah. Disney's not. Disney's continuing to go in the direction of the losing of money. So, in my opinion, and this is this is a, this is a smart thought, they're not losing any money. Not losing a cent. There's no way. Somebody is saying, don't worry about it. Think about it. Yeah. There's no I got you, bro. No, there's no fucking chance that a company would allow this much failure, this much stock drop, this much uh, stock pl- price plummeting, this much failure, this much bad press. South Park with that episode. It's all over. The Ray movie comes out. Every article is about how that broad was like, I like making men uncomfortable. Every article, every fucking one. Yeah. There is nothing positive. Poor Daisy Ridley, that poor little skinny fucking god I want to put it in her bitch. Okay? <laughs> that poor little brunette fucking goddamn great little acting little god I want to fucking put it in soba. Anyways, that girl, okay, she's so cute. She did this movie called The Marsh King's Daughter. What a fucking great fucking movie. Go watch that. It's on Amazon. It's fucking amazing. Daisy Ridley is a great actress. Don't oh, doubt yeah, Don't is. doubt that Star Wars yeah. wasted her. She's amazing. Same with that fucking Kylo Ren dude. Love Adam Driver. He's fucking stellar. Stellar. Yeah. Amazing actor. He's fucking god. He's a goddamn killer. He's a stone cold killer. He's the best of them all. And even John Boyega. Fucking love him too. Anyways, what blows my mind is that the, all this money is disappearing and they're doing so bad and they're not worried. They're continuing. They're pushing 
more in that direction. Somebody with not just deep pockets, somebody with the holes in their pockets. Like they just, they're Scrooge McDucking the world. They, they have a tower of money they swim in. Yeah. Some Elon Musk shit, some Illuminati money, some government money. I'm talking billions. Maybe even T with it. Think about this. If you're Disney and someone says, I've got a trillion dollars sitting in an account for you, keep putting out woke bullshit and push the narrative. What do you do? What do you do, Mark? Do you just shut so, up and hey, follow hey, hang the? On, hang on, hang on. So, with what you were just saying, I just googled who's the biggest shareholder. Oh in no! Disney. Here it comes. Vanguard Group, BlackRock. I know all this. Berkshire already. Hathaway are the key players. So, BlackRock in the Vanguard Group, right there. Boom. They they doesn't, own does, doesn't matter what they put out, they're gonna have money coming. Vanguard's like I. Did you guys lose last year? They're like we lost four billion dollars. They're like, okay, one sec. This is the sound of their phone. <laughs> All right. Are they playing hang Brick on. Breaker? Hang on, hang on. No, no. He's, he's texting. Oh, okay. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> hang on, I'm waiting for a reply. Whoop. Okay, I just made that $4 billion. I just made that $4 billion for you. It's done. Yeah. Uh, what are you putting out next? Uh, well, we lost... Like four billion on Aquaman. Uh, the next one is uh, is uh, what's the next piece of shit they're putting? Okay, let's just make it up. The next one is Captain Black Gayness Lameness. Pla- Captain Black Gayness Nameless used to be white and powerful, <laughs> but they changed it to to, to Gayness Blackness and Lameness. And we're hoping that the LGBTQ community. Well, wants, it's funny wants, that but it's it. funny that you say that in, in terms of Aquaman because Aquaman's DC and was released by Warner. But who is the biggest shareholder of Warner Brothers? I don't know. That. The Vanguard Group. Oh no! You're kidding. It's they own. They have the biggest shares in two uh, in both opposing yeah. universes. Anyways, or is it universes or universe I? <laughs> should be universe, <laughs> should be universe I. Anyways, my point is that that speaks volumes to me. If you're losing a billion dollars and you have a company that owns you that could go uh, your four billion dollars just got transferred to your account go make another piece of shit movie that pushes all this bullshit fucking leftist narrative and don't forget to put an ad at the beginning of each movie that says get your vaccination so we can continue to poison and kill people without them wondering what's going on and why the death rates are getting so astronomical at this late in society <gasps> you know what I mean and you're like oh yeah. I, what can you <laughs> slow that down for me <laughs> So uh, the WEF conference in Davos happened World again. Economic Forum. And uh, there was a woman who said farming and fishing is eco-terrorism. <laughs> I heard this. She, I she, heard this. She does not deserve another bite of food. President Ursula von der of the European Commission is shooting off at the mouth about disinformation and how it's one of the biggest threats. And she may be right on, on uh, the wrong side of things, but she may be right. The global agenda that they have pushes a lot of uh, miss and disinformation. Can we Kennedy that bitch? <laughs> because like they're trying magic to bullet set the theory narrative. That I mean, I mean, given given just what I've mentioned in the biggest shareholders, I'm not surprised if we oh, get bro. Kennedy'd. Oh, you're, oh shit! <laughs> we'll be driving up. We'll, you'll be driving me home after the podcast. The brakes on the journey will just give out. Yeah, be like what the fuck, Alex? You just did the brakes. Like I know, I know what happened. <laughs> Ah, boom! <laughs> Shotpod's dead. Next week's just Tamara. Hi, this is Tamara. <laughs> this is episode 105 of the Shotpod. Alex and Mark are dead because they talked about BlackRock and they just hear boom! Pop, 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 and they kill her live on the air. Yeah. We got them all! So, 
I'm always I'm always rummaging through Facebook Marketplace, and and I'm very curious about this. Very curious, and I that's, would that's I, I would I would even ask Tamara this. You guys thing. are wondering what that weird noise is. So, so Mark rummaging. Rummaging, yes. There. Stop, if, at Mark. Stop. If you're looking for a room to rent and the price isn't too bad on a listing, and you click on the ad and it's a man with an immigrant's name saying "girls only," do you feel safe enough to message the dude and inquire, or are you that desperate, or are you thinking he's going to sell you into sex work or slavery? Hmm. I don't know. Finding an apartment. So, Tamara wouldn't. Tamara would not. <laughs> no. I don't think anybody would. Like it's. It, I I saw a thing the other day. A guy's looking for a place for his 71 year old mother, but every everywhere says immigrants only. Only, or certain Muslims only, or you can't cook if you live here, or it flat out says students only, or shared room, share yeah for a seventy one year old because yeah. you've, you've you've contributed to this country for sixty five years you sh- you deserve to share a room with a person that's not the same color as you yeah that sounds good that sounds great I'm my seven seventy one year old white mom is yeah. going to share a room with Abdul who's going to Durham College for communications and technology. Well, yeah, mean, that's going to happen. I mean, the, the the tougher part of that would be, you know, if, God forbid, your mom wanted to make bacon. Then Dude, that's what? that's oh. my favorite thing, right? <laughs> right? I want to move into one of these places where they're like, and, and be like, no, no, yeah, I'm a devout vegetarian. And then your first day there, cook a pork roast and start grilling bacon. And then just be like, and just be like, look, all right, well, I guess I'll have to move next week and then yeah. just fight like i don't know man i'm it's, sorry I welcome mean, to it, canada bitch and pork is the, legal here the tough thing about it is like back in the day when i was looking for a place it used to be like no pets and even if it was no pets if you had a pet and still were were able to get your animal into the place that you were living as long as your name is on that lease they can't kick you out so it was like oh okay no pets bro it's it yeah this is getting down to like it's illegal to kick people out for dumb shit now it's now it's about gender uh what you eat yep uh race oh i've had people and it literally says indian only It'll yeah. say it'll say Indian yeah. only. Like you're, if you're not from India, you're not allowed to hear. And I yeah. see it all over the place. Can you imagine whites only? Hi, apar- <laughs> apartment for rent. Apartment for rent. Or, or let's just use your place. But apartment, uh, a room in Whitby for rent. Uh, six by nine room. Uh, local amenities. Whites only. Can you fucking oh, imagine? Man. You'd be hung out. No, Kijiji wouldn't let you do it. Kijiji, someone would, would 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 say, "I find this ad offensive," and Kijiji would take it down. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm not. No, no, no. Fuck you. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I remember I was talking about I'm getting some tax money and I'm going to be buying some shit on Kijiji. I'm going to make an ad on Kijiji while I'm on there looking at stuff. I'm going to make an ad for a, a room in my apartment. Say one. one I'm not gonna before you I, I can't do that. I almost said my address online <laughs> on, the, on the air. Before you do that. Before you do that. No, I'm going to do it, bro. No, before you do that, okay. grab screenshots of other lists. I will. I'm going to grab. I have a bunch already because when my mom was looking for a place earlier this year, I, I did save some. So I'm yeah. going to I'll grab screenshots. Shots, and I'm gonna make an ad and just say single room in an apartment in this part of town, close to Fresh Cool, close to the No Frills, close to the Five Points Mall, close to all these things. Uh, Six hundred dollars a month for this room is a good price, right, guys? You got a nice kitchen. You got some cool roommates. Whites only. Boom, you're out. <laughs> or you know what I'm gonna say? Whites and blacks only. I'm gonna make it not because if you say whites only, you, black people could be like, Yo, bro. You know, and I'd be like, you know what, black people, you're right. It's that's an ignorant thing to say. And I have you. You and I need to team up. Whites and blacks only. So that'll only piss off 
the brown and the Chinese, <laughs> right? Uh, and, uh, see, no, but that, is that not smart? Because if you say whites and blacks only, that's not really racist. No. Saying whites only insinuates that you're a fucking Nazi. But if I say whites and blacks only, that's not insinuating racism. That's just insinuating that I don't want immigrants. Let's see how that... I'm going to do it. I'm not kidding. You heard it live on the air. By the next time we podcast, maybe the one after, it might take me a couple of weeks, but at some point I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this ad, and we're just going to see the types of messages I get, if I get any, and we're going to, and it's going to be an experiment to see how long before Kijiji takes the ad down. Says okay. it's offensive. We're going to do it, 100%. I'm doing this 100%. All right. Fucking right, because I want to know how yeah. far I'll get. I wouldn't be surprised if my Kijiji account was fucking revoked, and I need to get another email so okay. I can have a Kijiji account. So Sports Illustrated put a trans on the cover of their magazine. Then the publisher fired their entire staff, and the future of Sports <laughs> Illustrated is unclear at this time. <laughs> Remember when the... Uh, how much money do you think Sports Illustrated invests in Kleenex with the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue? <laughs> Garen fucking teed that Kleenex's stock goes up 20% <laughs> every year on the same month the swimsuit issue drops. I don't know what month that is. It's probably, I think it's March or may, April. Yeah, they may have just lost a whole bunch. I was just going to say, <laughs> how do you fuck with a formula that successful? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what is left of our culture? What's left for these dumb leftist liberal retards not to fucking destroy? <laughs> a little, a 15-year-old, but now 15 is too old. By then you've got your dad's playboy. A 12-year-old boy. 12's a good age. 12's the age that you jerked off to the Sears catalog bra section. Maybe a left. <laughs> it is. You fucking guys. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys out there are laughing right now. Buddy, it's all right. You're 12 years old. You're like, I love Pokemon and beating off to the bra section of the Sears catalog. He's like, all right. Any other hobbies or interests? No. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you know? Like, that was fucking, that was our lives. But by the time you're 13, you're like, I found a VHS in the back of my dad's closet, and that girl looks really sticky. You know, like it's a different <laughs> world. Once you find that video in the back of dad's closet, it's a new world. Yeah. It's a new world. Now the Sears catalog and the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issues don't cut it. But they were the start. Every 12-year-old boy got a, a Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. I want to know how many grown men buy that. None. It's all boys who are like, well, I was going to get a penthouse, but I, they won't sell it to me, so I'll just get this. That's what it is. <laughs> and that is a fo that's a winning formula. I you love high-pitched young voice, Alex. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like, hey, little Mickey Mouse comes, oh, I was wondering if I could get a penthouse. Do you have any no, ID? You know what? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I'm just going to get a Sports Illustrated. But you know what I mean? Like, it, how do you? That's a winning. You will never stop selling magazines. All the other print media is going fucking bankrupt. Not Sports Illustrated because of that goddamn swimsuit issue. And they found a way to fuck it up. <laughs> they found a way. It's like, go woke, go broke. I don't. There's. You can only say it so many times. There's not even any point in saying it anymore. We don't even say go woke, go broke. We just, we just. You can't see because you're listening. But we just give a one of those like straight face, straight face, instant grin. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Did your company go? Did Budweiser lose twelve billion dollars because they used a trans man to push their beer? Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> that si very same person tried to go into Mrs. Mulvaney. Tried to go into uh, tried to eat at Gordon Ramsay's restaurant, and Gordon Ramsay was like, "Get the fuck Get out!" The fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, I can picture that. What's the difference? Oh. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay coming out saying. Why did the trans cross the road? <laughs> All right. Starts All telling right. jokes to them, right? You know, but now he said, when he, when he goes outside, he says, why did the chicken cross the road? And the guy's like, what? He's like, because it wasn't fucking cooked. Yeah. <laughs> right? He uses some rude jokes. That I yeah. can picture it yeah. now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why did the... 
<laughs> I'm just picturing the way he delivered the news. Yeah. Bloody hell, get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go ahead. Former global journalist Rachel Gilmore outed herself as a bigot while trying to criticize Sean Strickland, the MMA fighter that said Strickland was punching down, as if the LGBTQ community was beneath her. Although it was a beautiful rant that Sean Strickland had versus a reporter who was trying to catch him in those Bro, gotcha those moments. Those UFC, the UFC guys, on yeah. they're eating the Canadian press after that fucking oh, yeah. munch. Oh, man. And I love how Joe, Joe Rogan wouldn't even go to the show. He had a party at his house because he refuses to cross into this pisshole communist country, yeah. as he calls it. Yeah. So uh, they thinking they had Strickland in a corner, but they didn't. He doubled down on his stance. He didn't say anything was wrong with being gay, but Strickland did proceed to talk about the nuclear family, asking if the reporter wanted grandkids. Yeah, yeah, you want grandkids? Yeah. Well, you can't fucking have them if everybody's sucking each other's dicks! In the post-fight press conference, again... Canadian media tried to go after Dana White. And the owner, the owner of UFC they, got yeah, it too, tried, yeah. tried to go after Dana White okay. saying that you give your fighters a long leash. Yeah, And he leash. said, no, free speech. Oh, no, all he said was, I don't give anyone a leash. Why are you keeping people on leashes? Are you sick? Like, yeah. he, he literally, he was like, why are you keeping people on leashes? That doesn't sound like freedom to me. If yeah. you're on a leash, how are you free? You can only go as far as the leash allows you. He made a very simple analogy he's like i don't leash anybody if, if they're on a leash they're not free yeah aren't we free is this not a free country i guess it's not if we're all on leashes very very funny to watch and the, and of course the reporters the backtracking they're like okay next i'll just ask another question he's like oh no no yeah i'm not done ex answering that one yet you leftist retard <laughs> like uh -huh. and they do that the thing i love about ufc is he'll say leftist retard yeah. right like that yeah. they don't give a fuck yeah. Do not give a fuck. And then the owner's like, like the owner didn't swear at them or call them names, but the fighters will be like, you dumb fucking piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally, that one guy, the, the short guy with the short hair, I don't know. Yeah. Fuck, I don't Sean know Strickland. Sean, yeah, yeah, Strickland was literally like, you dumb fucking fucking dumb fucking <laughs> cocksucker. He got like Alexed. He got all Alexed. He's like, you piece of motherfucking cocksucking son of a, I don't give a fuck. All right, I'll answer your question, you dumb fucking cocksucking motherfucker. <laughs> what? You want to, you're going to give my bank account information away to the government so they can take my my money is that what you're gonna do you want my bank info motherfucker he said it right like that he's like are you one of them are you fucking in on it are you fucking in on it you communist he went at this guy yeah i was like bro man i would just i i, I want to see what these guys just get up and crawl across reporters and assault somebody <laughs> ask a question again hold them by the throat ask it again boom boom like a professional fighter i fucking love it man warren warn all the media going in there with signs saying like if you ask if you enter past this line and they assault you are one. You are. It's it's as if you're in the ring. Yeah, there if you go. You, the, the line <laughs> for the media. It's like if you pass this line, you've agreed to the same terms as their opponent did last night. Yeah. So if you <laughs> questioner beware. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. So we reported on Mark Zuckerberg building an underground bunker, but apparently so are fourteen other billionaires. Oh, it's not to bro, be completed. This by will the be end, the last year of humanity. To be completed by the end of 2024, Rick Ross actually shot a video about him saying like, yeah, we're going to dig deep, starting construction on the underground bunker, starting the construction, it's going to be big. I'm gonna I got an elevator. I got 47 bitches down there. He said he's going to have a garage. And it's like, wait, what? A garage? <laughs> yeah, they'll probably build underground racetracks so that people, <laughs> yeah. those, so rich people can get in their cars and remember what it used to be like in the before time. <laughs> yeah. 
going to be Fallout. Yeah, yeah, have y'all so, ever played Fallout 4? It's about to become reality. So, yeah. so, something big is coming that, that the rest of the world doesn't know about, and the billionaires are like, yeah, you know, we're. we're are we going to be like the radio, the only AM radio station in Fallout? That like when you're running around Fallout and you're like you know building your base and fighting the Raiders and you just have that like do 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 that that old timey <laughs> jazz music swinging with the trumpets all that shit going on and and it'll be like all right that was uh, Sammy Davis Jr. there and his jazz band welcome back to the Shot Pod in a post apocalyptic 2026 <laughs> how are all my survivors doing out there although only two million people are remaining of all of the billions of humanity that used to be here we would like to make sure that we a shout out to all of our listeners thank you so much even though we're the only radio station that's left and nobody knows where we broadcast from because it's underground in a bunker <laughs> thank you so much for listening yeah. the next song we're going to play because copyright infringement doesn't exist and we play what the fuck we want now is some ice nine kills go <laughs> you know what i mean like it'll, you know what there might be some perks there'll be no ip no one's gonna be like what you guys you guys can't play Metallica. They're got, you guys remember Napster? Be like, no one remembers Napster, bitch. Nuclear <laughs> holocaust out there. Yeah. So there's this book called All Boys Aren't Blue. There's also an African-American woman talk show host, Joy Reid, who invited a representative of Moms for Liberty on her show t- to discuss this book. Should be called Karen's for Liberty. No, 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 no. This was good. Okay, okay. This sorry, book, I didn't mean to shit on them. This book is essentially an account of the author's experience being raped by a family member. Now, I'm not sure I haven't read it, nor would I ever give... Uh, nor would I ever, given this discussion. Moms of Lib- I don't know about you, bro, but like I don't know if you ever heard about the child called It books, yeah. but like it's probably a very similar read to that. Like you got to have a strong stomach to read. So, so Moms of Liberty rep was saying that, uh, like, what world is it okay to put a book that has rape, pedophilia, and strap-ons in a school? Now, Joy's argument said, so there's. Hang a- on, what's that fucking book about the b- little boy on the other side of the fence? It's about Indian kids. They're they're foreign, and 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 it's a bad rape book. And in the, I don't know. It, oh, you somebody. I wish I had. I fuck 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 fuck. I wish a smarter person than me was in, was. Uh, well, you're smarter than me, but you know what I mean. I wish a person smarter than both of us was here. There's a very famous book. I can't remember the name of it though, and it's on the cover. It's two boys on the other side of a fence, and it's it's got like the worst descriptive rape scene of yeah. any book. It's essential reading for grade nines. Yeah. So joy. So, right. so Joy's argument said, so there's this form that allows parents to opt out uh, from The kids. Kite Runner. It's called The Kite Runner. Okay. So it's a very famous movie and book. I got to look it up right now. Sorry. So there's this form that allows parents to opt out from kids getting books from the library. My thought on this would be that form is a trap. When you have the majority of parents who don't want their kids reading that sexual content in a school library, no one uses the library except for like three kids. Schools end up shutting down the library. The Moms for Liberty rep said, if you insist on there being such a sexual area in the library, you might as well section it off with a curtain like they used to do the porn section in video stores. Exactly. Joy's argument was, what gives you the right to tell someone else's kid or the parent of another kid what they should or shouldn't read in school? This is an old argument. Do you remember when they were trying to get rid of fucking Catcher in the Rye because it had the N-word in yeah. it? Like so, so, but that's a weak ass argument because there has to be a societal norm, and pedophilia, rape, and sexual abuse by a family member is not the norm. There's no it's way. It's almost like 
They're trying to normalize things. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Almost. You know. there, there's no way that it should be taught it's okay. In fact, anybody who tries to normalize pedophilia should be beaten in the streets by every parent against it. Let me clarify this before someone says, oh, a white oh, guy's saying this about a black woman. You're I'm so not, nice. You're so nice. Yeah. I think they should be hung in the town square to show the other pedophiles what happens when you fuck with my kids. That's not, what I think. I'm not saying this about the color of anyone. I'm saying... If you're someone who well, supports... Well, we'll be equal. Hey, we're all about equality, right? So we hang a black pedophile, a Chinese pedophile, a woman pedophile, and a white man pedophile. We'll hang all four of them in the town square. Just to let you know, it doesn't matter what color or sex you are. You fuck with our kids, we're coming for you. Yeah. That's, that's equality, right? Yeah. Equality. We don't want to be We don't want to be bigots yeah. by no means. We just exactly. Let everybody know that the pedophilia is not acceptable. Yeah. So we see this argument all over the world. One side says, leave the kids alone. And then there was a pride parade in the U.S., I also believe in Canada too, where they were literally chanting, we're coming for your kids. Everyone chanting that needs to get hurt badly. I take threats to my kids seriously. I even strongly disagree with Taylor. Bro, I didn't know this. You're, so, you're hitting me with new info right now. People are chanting, we're coming for yeah. your kids. We're coming for your kids. Yes. I, okay. Where was the guy that opened fire on the country music festival in Las Vegas when you need him? <laughs> so I even strongly disagree with Taya's high school in uh, her independent living class. Had her asking questions to answer them, and she chose family responsibility and maturity. While trying to help her with her homework, I brought up the nuclear family in terms of the family responsibility of a mother and father. Because I don't care what group of LGBTQ you belong to, there will always be things a father can teach you that a mother can't, and vice versa. And we're not saying, like, I don't believe that a trans couple or a gay couple or anything is incapable of providing that. In fact, in certain, in a lot of situations, because the traditional nuclear family and divorce rates are so high, a gay or trans couple might be more apt to provide that. One of them is usually a more male dominant. Ver- you know, if you have two girls, right, in in a relationship and they've adopted a kid, one of them usually tends to be more manly of the two, or the one that takes the trash out. I mean, maybe not necessarily. I'm not trying to be stereotypical. I'm just saying there's usually a more male leaning and a more female leaning or softer on in any relationship, no matter what I'm not, I'm, the context yeah, is. No, but- and so our po- my point is is that like what you're saying is a healthy child is raised with both that kind of masculine qualities and feminine qualities instilled in them and their choice of what they which ones they want to work towards that's a healthy child a healthy child is raised with uh with 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 the dad and the mom stuff nobody needs yeah. two moms or two dads no but even in a situation where there's two women raising the kid yeah. one of them tends to be more of doesn't a fatherly matter, figure doesn't matter if one woman woman tends to be more masculine at more fatherly it's not the same as a man. You're, uh, we for, might, for, differ, yeah, we might for, differ on opinions with this. For, for example, if Ethan has a problem with his testicles and came to me and said, Hey, Dad, I'm having a problem with my testicles. <laughs> Have you experienced something All right, of you or win. two? All right, you win. You got me there. Because if you got two moms, that's not a problem you can go to one of them with, okay? Yeah. But if one of your moms is a little more masculine than the other one, she's probably going to be like, yeah, I got guy friends with balls. Let me let me message one of them and ask him about your itchy balls, and maybe we'll take you and get you some powder at the store. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think that that couple does exist. I, I, I don't want to take away from the gay trans community and say that they're not capable of having male influence on their kid's life. I think it can happen. I think it can. I just think that, like, it's, you've got, when you get into the gay and the trans community, there's so much trauma, sexual abuse, and problems in already, which is why people end up being in these, in these categories in the first place, that it's not common. 
for them to instill the male and female sexual qualities that are needed in a kid. But I'm not going to deny that it doesn't exist. I'm not going to deny that there aren't gay and trans couples that are able to provide those male and female things. Do I think it's common? Probably not. But I mean, that's it's kind of subjective at that point. Well, no, it, even a lot of the issues that a boy can experience growing up, I, I can't deny that. I think if I was, I'm a, I'm a, I was a boy. We were boys, and I'm trying to picture if I just, I kind of only, I kind of, di- I didn't really have a lot of dad. <laughs> I yeah. really didn't. Yeah. So like, when I had an itchy testicles, I had to go to my mom and be like, "Yo, my balls are itchy. What do I do? I'm eight. This isn't right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I, I had to do that. So, but and I mean, my mom handled it just fucking fine. She no, was a but, boss. But I mean, it it also comes down to different ways that that men and women think. Men, You're not wrong men, with that. Men being more mechanical, women being more emotional in in terms of dealing with problems and and different solutions as well. So like, it's not just uh, male problems. It's not just female problems. There's also uh, a different sort of engineering to each brain. No, um, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong with this. Estrogen and testosterone bring out uh, the, these these hormones react and bring different chemicals out of the brain. Yeah. Um, uh, chemicals of pleasure and chemicals of fear and chemicals that will make your amygdala go into fight or flight faster or slower than an- another person. Like you're right, yeah. the, the chemicals are different. So and there are certain things like you, you know you can't deny that you can't yeah. deny that chemicals. And there, there, it's the, no, there are the certain things that even even the the question of you know uh, say Ethan or Parker w- was uh, is terrified of something and they're they're questioning you know I'm a man but I'm being made fun of for for being. Uh, a little emotional about Bro, I'm this. I'm 37 and I'm still living the same struggle. I got this fucking guy, and you know who you are, you piece of shit. I know you fucking listen. And this fucking guy's got it coming. I'm going to be at a bar one day, and I'm going to walk up to this guy, and he's going to be like, oh, I heard Alex was here. By the time he heard I was in the bar, I'm already going to have my fucking hand through his face, right? And you know who you are, buddy. Yeah. You know who you are, okay? But, but, as a 37-year-old man, every day I say to myself, I'm 37, is he worth it? Is he worth going to jail that night? Is he worth, you know, everyone be like, yo, Alex fucked that guy up at the bar. No, man, he fucked him up good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm a little fucking, like, is he worth me and, and my reputation in this town? Yeah. Is it worth, like, 25-year-old Alex is no question. 30-year-old Alex is no question. 32-year-old Alex is a question. He's like, I'm a fucking man. I'm going to hurt him. He said some shit, did some shit. There's things you just don't, you don't fuck with my mom. You don't fuck with my girl. Yeah. You don't fuck with my personal shit. And all these, he's fucking with all these things. So he's going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt back. I mean, but I, in my soul, I'm like, but is he? If he's fucking with your like you on that level, like just it would hurt more to just not care. It will hurt him more to just be like, yeah, whatever, bro. Fuck, go fucking die in a hole. It wouldn't make a difference to me. Uh-huh. That'll hurt more than taking him outside and dislocating eight of his molars. But I mean, re- regardless, growing up as a boy, it's really wh- tough wh- being a guy if, in those if situations. You, if you have if you have two moms, growing up as a boy. Certain experiences, doesn't matter if you have a more masculine one, the more masculine figure is not going to be able to e- experience what you felt. No, you're not up as a wrong boy. with that. Same with you're the girl. You're not wrong with that. Two, two Just men. like a girl, you're right. If you are two women and you have a little boy, or if you are two men and you have adopted a little girl, which is kind of weird when I think about it, there's really no circumstances. Even the gayest group of two men, like, oh my God, what's up, Chris? Oh my goodness, John, what's happening? Even that couple adopting a little girl is just a little. Just they, put, they, it puts me off just a little. Like, yeah, but they wouldn't. There's no way that they could even fathom what Taya's experienced growing up. There's no, yeah, like, I can only imagine these yeah. two gay guys trying to like, tell this little girl how to deal with yeah. her first period when she was 11. 
That does sound like a bad situation. You know what? I've never thought about these types of details with this type of non-nuclear family. Yeah. And it's really making me think, bro. So I mean, there's not a lot to think about because society has deteriorated so quickly and so exponentially with this new generation. It's yeah. a pretty good sign that what we're doing isn't working. Like, yeah. End of the day. Yeah. You know, you can't argue with results. There are no men left in the world. Yeah. There aren't. So while trying to help Taya with her homework, I brought up the nuclear family in terms of the family responsibility of a mother and father because I don't care uh, what group you belong to, there will always be things a father can teach you that a mother can't and vice versa. Remember the actual statistical data of children that don't stand a chance in the world are kids that live with single moms. Kids most likely to lash out, get in trouble, bully. The majority of all st statistical data uh, of kids suffering comes from only mom households. Yeah. It's uh, coming from one of those myself, you know, it's fucking, it's not surprising. There's two kinds of kids that came from my, the house, my kind of household. The kids who were 12 years old and their parents said, here's your sister, I'm leaving your dad, and she's yours now. There's the kids that went out and did a bunch of drugs, their sister grew up to be a stripper, and that kid's probably out dealing fentanyl right now, and then there's guys like me. That stepped so, up, raised their mom, and tried to do something with their lives, regardless of the fact that they, they had no positive male influence in their life whatsoever. So I've got this uh, article from a government website, and it says, Children raised in, a single mother f uh, in single mother families are at increased risk for a psychopathology. But the I am a psychopath. They got me there. <laughs> but the mechanisms that help explain this relationship are understudied in a community sample of diverse adolescents and their mothers. We hypothesize that single mothers would be more likely than cohabitating mothers to engage in negative parenting behaviors, which would predict adolescent psychopathology prospectively. I don't know if there's a tougher job in the world than being a single mom. Yeah. To boys. If yeah. you're a single mom and you've got a little girl, it's little, I don't know if it's easier. I'm just, it's, you know, you guys at least the same sex. You have something in common. <laughs> when you've got a little boy, like, it's just every male thing. He's experiencing all these, like, male emotions and male feelings, and you're just a woman who's never experienced it. Yeah. You have no idea. But I think a lot of single moms, as they watch their little boys grow up, are like, oh, that's what's wrong with all the men I tried to fuck in my life. <laughs> yeah. They all grew up as fucked up as this little bastard yeah. I just had. <laughs> so single mothers. Probably very eye opening. So single mothers were more likely to engage in psychologically controlling behaviors, which predicted to their adolescent offspring experience, experiencing higher rates of depressive symptoms and externalizing disorders. Girls were more susceptible to depressive symptoms via psychology, controlling parenting than boys in single mother families. Further, single mothers were more likely to engage in rejecting parenting behaviors, which predicted to a higher prevalence of adolescent externalizing disorders. Surprisingly, rejection in single mother families predicted to less severe anxiety symptoms in adolescents relative to two-parent families. It is likely that single mothers are not inherently inferior parents relative to cohabiting mothers. Rather, their parenting practices are often compromised by a myriad of demands and stressors. <laughs> Consistent with this postulate low socioeconomic status. Some of these words in this fucking article, postulate? Like, come on. Was associated with... This guy just sat down with a thesaurus and <laughs> went to town. <laughs> was associated with single motherhood and negative parenting behaviors. Clinical implications and study limitations are discussed. Jesus, so wave your MBA around a little more, bud. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, everybody's like, wow, why does Mark sound smart all of a sudden? That's because I was Listen, reading. Hang on a second. Hang on. That was the sound of my MBA dick hitting the table. <laughs> Let me just wave it around in the article. Yeah. 
Wow. Anyways, good article though. Not yeah. gonna, I'm not shitting on the article. It is well written, but holy fuck, man. There's um there's a point where you lose the stupid people like Kong. I feel like there's so many stupid people in the world that we should just take uh, English language and dumb down some of the words, you know? Yeah. So approximately one you in three... You can't say galvanize anymore <laughs> in the English language. You just tell somebody, so, hey, can you galvanize that? Someone just looks at you like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. You know what? Let's just drop that word. Yeah. I'm tired of explaining what it fucking means to metal. the idiots, <laughs> right? Just fuck it. I'm done with it. You know, just big words, a centrifugal force. Just say when things spin and keep spinning. <laughs> just fucking just stop because idiots are like the CERN accelerator does what? Yeah. <laughs> so approximately one in three children live in a single parent family in the United States, with the majority of families, eighty three percent, headed by a mother. Although single fathers eighty three, bro? Although single Dang, fathers son. are a growing demographic who exhibit distinctive influences on child development. And I don't that's healthy either. If you got just a dad, you need yeah. that soft female influence in yeah. your life a little bit to, research to, to, to has, make you realize that it's okay to cry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Research has predominantly focused on single mothers given their greater prevalence. Unfortunately, much of the evidence that suggests that single mother families tend to be disadvantaged at systemic and individual levels relative to two-parent families. Uh, single mother families are far more likely to experience poverty than two-parent families due to the loss of a partner's finances. Yeah, yeah. Lower maternal educational attainment and discriminatory wages against women. Got to say this, though. Got to give my mom credit for that because, yeah, that's basically saying most bitches are stupid because they don't go to post-secondary because they end up pregnant with the kid and then they got to take care of it. Daddy yeah. can run off and go to university. Daddy can run off with his next bitch. Daddy can run off and have a new family in Iowa. But you got to stay and take care of it so you don't get educated. Got to get. My mom went to kin. I went to kindergarten, and my mom started Ontario Business College. Yeah. Right away, she was like, "Nah, nah I ain't gonna be no dumb single mom, bitch. I'm going to get an education." So I got to give her mad, mad, mad props for that. Further, members of single mother families spend less time together because of additional obligations that mothers and their children have in the absence. The big one will watch the little one. That's the attitude, right? Of an additional primary caretaker. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not shitting on you. I'm just saying it. Fucking, it's not always healthy. The disruptions. That that the family as a system experiences often compound with maladjustments that individual family members experience. More specifically, single mothers are more likely than cohabiting mothers who live with a spouse or partner to experience episodic and chronic depression, anxiety, substance abuse, stressful life events, low self-esteem, social isolation, and a lack of emotional support. I'm not surprised by any of these things. Yeah. Being a single mom is... I don't know. It's probably the hardest job on the planet Earth. I don't know. The dynamics of being a single mom with a little boy, being a single mom with a little girl, or being a single dad with a little boy, a little girl. I think it's the hardest to be a single mom with a little boy, and I think it's the hardest to be a single dad with a little girl. I think those are the two hardest things on planet Earth you could possibly do. And anybody that's doing them, like, like if you ever hate yourself and you're like you're ever feeling shitty, like know that you are doing the hardest thing on planet Earth. There's no fucking job. There's nothing I can think of harder than being a single dad with a girl or a single mom with a boy. Because you, you you didn't grow up experiencing what they're experiencing. So you're experiencing it with this them for the first time. This just came full circle, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you are experiencing <laughs> the it. nuclear family. You're experiencing it for the first time with them. And therefore, you're learning about what it's like to grow up as a male through your son. And if you're a, wo- a guy, you're learning what it's like to grow up as a female who is held down and made fun of and is trying to find her place in this male-dominated world as a little girl, but you're a guy, so you got to have that empathy for the female side of things. I think it's it's probably healthy for 
the individual raising the kid to see that side of things, but horribly unhealthy for the little one that's experiencing the fact that daddy does not understand what the fuck I'm dealing with right now. I'm tingling when I think about boys, daddy, and I'm only nine. What do I do? That's a thing. Yeah. There are girls that are nine years old out there rubbing themselves on the carpet in the fucking basement because they don't know what to do with the tingly feeling. <laughs> Just like there's guys like dry humping the horse at Zellers because <laughs> they're like, I'm eight and I thought about fucking Allie McBeal and my dick's hard. I don't know what to do about it. It's hard when you're the parent of the opposite sex to deal with that. Yeah. It, I've been there, bro. I fuck, I, the reason it's funny and I can joke about it is because I've literally been there. Like, I... I know what that's like. It's 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 that. Those are interesting things to hear, man. And I'm just going to reiterate again: if you're any one of these single parents, like, bro, props, like, mad props. It's it's the hardest job on planet Earth. If your kid turns out to be anything other than a serial killer, a rapist, a Seven Eleven employee, a burger flipper, or an Uber driver, if they do anything outside of that, then you've you you are a success. You are de- if you keep your if you're a single dad and you have a little girl and you keep her off the pole. You are a success. If you are a mom and you've kept your, your, your kid out of the drugs, the guns, and the women, and, and just being a piece of general piece of shit, then you've also, you're, you're the great, nobody should ever be able to bring you down. Right. You have done the hardest fucking job on planet Earth. And we know because me and Mark have that. Mark and I both have moms that have done these things. Yes. I know your mom had a stepdad, but like she had to lose your dad, get better, find him, and do all of that while raising you little pricks. Mm-hmm. Fucking, do- I wouldn't wish that on. My worst enemy. Really wouldn't. And that is the end of part one. Yeah. On the second part, we're going to get into Rebel Moon and video games and all, and 2004 and all that kind of more fun light topic. So let's do it. Yes. With some, to end, we're going to end off uh, a little bit of politics first. Of course. And then we'll get. It's not the shop point unless we bitching about the government. Exactly. Goddamn government always trying to take a dollar from a man. A government wanted a little bit of tree fitty. I said, no way, government. I ain't giving you no tree fitty. So we'll see you in part two.